0: I'm David Weinstein. I'm with the National Endowment for the Humanities. Uh, I'm in the Division of Public Programs, and I'm a program officer there. I've been there about seven years, but I'm going to use a few minutes to give you an overview of who we are and what we're doing in terms of funding digital and what's sort of new and exciting at NEH these days. Uh, Thanks very much to the center and also to Frank, Peter, and Maurice for uh, having me. Thanks to all of you. um, one of the reasons that I like to come to a meeting like this is to learn about what's going on. I've just seen lots of great stuff, and, uh, and thank you. As Richard suggested in the last session, uh, we really are actively trying to figure out what's going on in digital humanities and where should our money go. How can we help you produce the best quality humanities projects? How can we help you distribute them? How can we help you archive them? How do we use new technology tools to educate the public? And when I say educate, I mean broadly both in and out of school, in history, literature, philosophy, the study of art, and the study of culture. Sort of what can we do to make your job easier? Uh, The NEH is, some of you may know, is a federal government agency. And our annual budget is about $3 billion, no, it's about $141 million. I wish it were $3 billion. Um, Other agencies get that much. We get about $141 million, which I used to think sounded like a lot. But the more I see how much, some of you may be working on projects that cost more than $141 million. But we do our best to stretch our money and to make our money go as far as it can, especially in conjunction with other funders, partnerships, et cetera. And I think you'll be hearing more about that a little bit later. Uh, One of the things that we've rolled out in the last year is the Digital Humanities Initiative. Now, NEH has been funding digital projects for a long time, but we're really focusing on that now and really trying to figure out how do we, again, help you all position yourselves in the coming digital world as technologies are converging and how do we best use technology to serve the public. Uh, There's a website. The URL is up there. Uh, that's devoted to the Digital Humanities Initiative. And one of the first things that I'd like to suggest you do, if you're at all interested in this, is uh, there's a link, Join the DHI Update Listserv to the left. I'm not used to doing this with the computers and this and that, but it's all the way to the left, that link. Uh, We have a newsletter. It tells you what's going on in terms of funding, uh, what some of the initiatives are, and again, you might want to subscribe to that. Uh, we're also, we've are also we also started to hold a series of meetings at the NEH with people who are doing interesting digital work, and it wouldn't surprise me if one day a government agent knocked on one of your doors or all of your doors and asked you to come to Washington, or at least you got an email or something asking you to come to Washington. Uh, we've had two such meetings, one focused on digital humanities centers, and the other uh, brought some scholars in who were doing interesting work in digital humanities, and these were Pretty informal discussions, again, to try to get a sense of the state of the field. Um, And again, program officers do that. Uh, My main responsibility is in the Division of Public Programs. And I'll talk about that division in a minute, but I do a lot with documentary film, and I have for the last several years. I'm also on a subcommittee that's doing a lot of the research for the Digital Humanities Initiative. um, And it's the Digital Humanities Initiative that has been doing the research, bringing people over. Uh, One of the first exclusively digital humanities projects that we have are uh, the Startup Grants, which you can find a little bit about them on the website. And we deliberately use the term Startup Grant to evoke a startup company, a YouTube, a Google. Now, these are $30,000 grants. They're modest grants, but the deliverables by NEH standards are also pretty modest. The focus is on technology. As much as it is the humanities. And we want really great ideas. If, and I've heard a lot of them even at this conference. If you have a way to adapt something that you see in the commercial world to something that could educate people in the humanities, go for a startup grant. We're not asking you to build a massive website, portal, whatever. We're asking you to start doing that to see if something is feasible, which again is a little bit unusual at least for NEH and for a lot of funders. We're funding ideas and feasibility and seed money to move a project forward for innovative ideas. Uh, We just made the first set of awards under the DHI Startup Grants. And uh, it really ranged across the types of things that NEH does. There was some funding for digitization of archives, (coughs) podcasting, 3D reconstructions of ancient Greek monuments, gaming, um, ways of making archiving, making something open source. Um, even some again, some of the ideas that I've met could be an example of something that's out there. Wow, it would be great if we could do X. And we're hoping to have at some point finish up grants. It's probably not gonna be called that, but something down the road. If we're putting the seed money in now, we'd love to be able to come in down the road and give you more money to actually make something happen. Uh, to actually follow up on the uh, idea from the startup grant. Um, We also have a partnership with our colleagues at IMLS called Advancing Knowledge. And this is also brand new. Uh, So I don't have any examples of what we're going to fund. But we hope to partner with IMLS to fund innovative collaborations among libraries, (laughs) museums, archives, universities in doing digital projects. And again, the awards will probably be announced month are we in May? Possibly late July, I would think, for that. You can get back to me on that. We only have a few times a year when we make grants, and July is the next time. But if you're at all interested, if you're working in an archive or a museum, uh, that's something that you might want to consider. And I'm not positive if we're going to have that again in the future, but there's a very good possibility that we will. In addition, the NEH works according to divisions. We have several divisions, and the divisions are sort of organized as far as the end product and the field that you're working in. If you're doing something for primarily an education audience, you could apply to the education division. Public audiences go to public programs. Preservation and access, if you're preserving and making uh, material accessible, uh, would go to that division, archives generally, libraries generally not exclusively. We have a research division that funds scholarly projects, challenge grants for big institutional grants. So within those divisions, we're all rolling out programs, and we're also thinking about ways of collaborating, because especially in the digital world, the walls between, say, an education project and a public program are collapsing. Uh, We funded a project uh, called the Time Warp Trio, where we funded the curriculum out of the education division. A TV program for kids out of the public programs and we're looking at ways of making it easier for applicants to sort of one-stop shop if that's a verb come to the NEH fill out one application and kind of get all of that funded in a bigger project and um, with any bureaucracy it's hard to bring walls down a little bit but that's what we're trying to do but I'd like to run through each division really quickly and I'll give you a sense of what's new and exciting in terms of the digital world and then um, Afterwards, I'd be happy to take questions towards the end of the panel. Uh, The research division funds collaborative research projects and scholarly projects. Uh, Some things that they funded include databases where um, especially social historians will use databases, use computer software to sort data, uh, do research based on that, Uh, scholarly publications that might be online scholarly editions, George Washington's papers, Thomas Jefferson's papers, annotated online. They have a new program called Digital uh, Humanities Fellowships, which are intended, again, very broadly to support scholars who are doing digital work. And it's broad because we want to see what we get. We'll put the money out there and we want to see what happens. And this is the first round for the Digital Humanities Fellowships. So I don't have any examples of what we funded under that because we haven't funded anything yet. Uh, the Education Division. Um, have some of you received NEH grants or applied? I'm just trying to get a sense. Okay. Some, are, A good number of you familiar with just so I have a sense. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'll do what I can later now. Um, The education division might be of interest (coughs) to a lot of you. Uh, They have teaching and learning resource grants to develop curricula, including online curricula, uh, digital curricula, primary materials for instructors, study guides. Uh, There's a website that's hosted by NAH called Incitement that has lots of uh, good resources for instructors. It's sort of a guide to other websites. And the education division is doing something that you could apply for called Digital Humanities uh, Workshops, where they want to train educators in how to best use digital uh, technology in the classroom. Now, you might want to call them. We get sort of specialized. I'm in public programs, not education. So I'm not sure exactly how that works. You may be able to apply to conduct a workshop. You may be able to apply to participate in a workshop. That's how they usually work. So if you're at all interested in in doing that, you might want to contact the Division of Education. Uh, Preservation and Access does a lot with scholarly tools for archiving, uh, figuring out best practices for digital, online encyclopedias, digitization projects, some of what we've been talking about today. Um, The particular grant programs that you might want to look at are the research and development grants and the reference materials grants. And some of this is sort of on the left margin, just so you know, and if, uh, if I'm zipping through this too quickly, just grab me afterwards. Um, one of the more prominent projects out of preservation and access is the National Digital Newspaper Program, NDNP, which we're doing in cooperation with Library of Congress. And it's a massive project to try to digitize and make searchable all of America's newspapers historically. And I think that they just unrolled either a beta version or the actual version. Um, we also have a division of challenge grants, which again supports institutional uh, projects. Uh, there's a new program there, National Humanities Challenge Grants, to help humanities centers get going. And my division is the division of public programs. We support museum exhibitions, including online exhibitions. We support television projects. Uh, We supported a couple that were discussed uh, over this conference. We Shall Remain, which Margaret Drain from WGBH talked about yesterday, Native American history. Um, The Detroit Michigan State slash Detroit Project, uh, America's Black Journal. We put some money into that, making those programs online. And a variety, a lot of times when there's a companion website to a TV program, we put money into that. Sometimes this is standalone digital projects, sometimes in conjunction with the funding of the TV program. We also support standalone (coughs) digital projects that are intended for public audiences through the Division of Public Programs. We have different levels of funding, development funding, which could be $30,000, $60,000, up to what we call implementation or production funding which could be up to $800,000. So that's the sort of quick and dirty. This website also has examples of projects that we have funded towards the bottom. And there are lots more for each division. So you can see there are NEH funded projects and you're welcome off of this link to check those out to give you a sense of what we're looking for. And uh, let me give you my email address and my phone number in case you have any questions about any or all of this. Again, the name David Weinstein. My email is dweinstein, my first initial and last name, at neh.gov and my direct line is 202-606-8308. Why do I give you my direct line? Because I like talking to people. We have a beautiful office. We're in this wonderful historic building, if anybody has ever been there, the 19th century old post office building. And we have the most drab cubicles in the world. So I like outside contact. So please call me. Thank you.